0: You can have all the Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio podcast with our new app. Just search your app store uh, Apple, Android, Kindle, we don't care what you use. Search the app store for Explorations Early Learning. Download the app, give it a try. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. Now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here on the phone with Heather Shoemaker. How you doing, Heather?
1: I'm doing well. Um, How
0: are you? I'm doing great. Heather, um, I recently had a baby. Ah, oh, um, <laughs> 10, 15 times. Um, the other day, grandbaby comes up to me and says, Papa, I'm the doctor. And you're going to have a baby. It's time for your checkup, and and she's got she's she's holding my hand and she says, "How are, first 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 things first. How are you feeling?" And and we have a little conversation about how I'm feeling, and she's asking me if I'm having any lower back pain or if I'm you know if I'm eating okay, and then she uh, she pretends to put a blood pressure cuff on me and take my uh, blood pressure and then she's got my wrist and she takes my pulse and then she gets me on on a on a scale and measures me and and she asks me you know if i'm pooping okay and and then and and i'm very uncomfortable through this whole thing because i've never had a baby before and and she's just all nothing but serious as she's doing this and then she looks at me just dead in the eye and says have you had any leaking? <laughs> and I said, what? And she said, leaking. Have you had any 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 blood spotting spotting or anything? And I said, what? Um, and and she's just she's just she's just perfect bedside manner. She said, it's it's okay if you have, you can talk to me. And 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 I I, I survived the checkup and then th- <laughs> And then, and then, three seconds later, she says, "I think you're in labor. It's time to have this baby. Put your legs up, lay down, and put your legs up." And and we're we're out on the deck. I'm sitting on one of my deck chairs, and and so I, I try to do as I'm told, and 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 then I, I give birth, and she's cutting the cord, and she's cleaning up the baby, and 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 she's talking about the. Um, antibiotic fluid um i think is what she called it coming out um she's changed the uh, she's worked on the on the on the vehicles with her dad a little bit i think she's c- confusing antifreeze and ambionic fluid um is this word that she came up with but that's all over the place and then and then the placenta and she doesn't know what to do with that so she stuffs it back in and <clears throat> and and hands me my baby and and tells me we need skin to skin contact and 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 I'm just about hyperventilating. I'm so uncomfortable. Wow. And then we do Sounds it.
1: Sounds like a future midwife. Yeah,
0: well, we do it over and over and over again. She's She's been going to the doctor appointments with her mommy, and this, this baby is going to pop sometime between now and Thanksgiving. Um grandbaby 2.0 and and she's all excited about it and and she's been watching and obviously paying attention to everything that's going on because uh um i i, I posted about this on on my facebook uh uh page and i had i had a couple people comment that they didn't get that good of care from their from their OBs when they were really having babies so um She's so excited about this baby, and it's coming, and, and so I don't know where we go from here. I wanted to throw the story out there. Um, maybe we talk about the arrival of new siblings. Maybe we talk about the the ability of children to—the to that the fact that play grows from their prior experiences and knowledge of the world, while they're trying to make sense of the universe. I don't know where we go from here, Heather. Thoughts? Yeah,
1: it sounds like you needed to do more— childhood play of dressing up as a girl and experiencing being female
0: oh well i don't want to go into it in this episode but um
1: (laughs) no there's from your story there's a lot of a lot of things that come into play and one of them is really the the male feeling uncomfortable playing being a female whereas a lot of females girls don't feel uncomfortable playing a boy part but the um and a lot of adult males will feel uncomfortable if the boys are donning the dress and playing a female part too. So that's that's one whole realm is this kind of play is a okay changing the the gender of somebody uh-huh. and saying now you're male now you're female um, or a boy exploring this kind of play is is just totally healthy and normal.
0: I think I was. Um, I, I love was...
1: her bedside. I love her bedside manner. I think she's going to be a great future something <laughs> midwife or whatever doctor or not um and it's also how important having that downtime for play is because obviously she's been going to the appointments and she's processing this major event in her life um and role playing all that afterwards is how she's processing it and coming to terms with a lot of things yeah, I th- and understanding it. So if we don't give them that time, if she was rushed off to ballet class and then soccer camp and mm-hmm. then this and that, and then given a screen which would suck her in, and, you know, when would the time be for her brain to play that out? So how important that is, because otherwise it gets stifled in there. Um, So it's wonderful that she's able to process it and have that downtime with you, hanging out on the deck, and that was on her mind, so that's what you played. Yeah,
0: and I think we we often forget this with kids, is that the stuff that goes on in their day-to-day lives... Is often the stuff that comes out in their play, especially when it's it's a novel experience, when it's when it's one of those things the brain attaches to, when it causes a little bit of discomfort. Um, there, the kids are trying to work through that thing and make sense of it and figure out where it fits into their prior knowledge and those kind of things. Um, right. It, it's I ca-
1: think. Uh- as adults we, we we don't understand this bottled up feeling that kids will get stressed if they don't have that time to play it out and as adults it's just, you can maybe compare it and let's say you've had a a busy time lots of new stimulation coming in busy time at work busy stuff with family and then you haven't had a chance to see your best buddy best friend and just hang out and and ex- and just exchange information what's been going on in your life you haven't had that time to talk about it and and that can often be a huge release and a relief and helps you process as you talk about all the things that happened to you this past week or this past month. So it's this downloading yeah. <laughs> process. We do it by chatting with our friends or on the phone or, or however it's done, that over a cup of coffee. But the kids do it through play. And so it, if it doesn't come out, it's all bottled up in there and it can be stressful not to have spewed <laughs> for good or for bad all the exciting news or the terrible news that's gone into your life and children i think we forget how many many new experiences they encounter every day um so a ba- baby coming into the family is a big deal but so is everything else that happens big deals are happening to kids all the time yeah. a city bus for the first time uh-huh. maybe it's learning how to you know check something out at the library it's Everything's new. Yeah, um, maybe being an earthworm. So we need to give them. We need to remember everything's new, and give them lots of time to process it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're going through that in a, in another another part of the uh, the experience that is my life. Um, I I I found a. I, I snatched up a baby garter snake in in the yard the other day, and we're we're playing with it, and and we'd seen it's it's it must have been the mama uh, uh, a few weeks before because she was looking big and pregnant, and apparently they give birth to up to fifty live live little baby garter snakes. So we've apparently got a yard full of them, and and so I right or wrong I decided we're going to keep this one as a pet for a little while, and and she is she is fascinated with it from a distance to start with and then she got brave enough to touch it and 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 now she's comfortable touching its its back but the the underside is is a little bit too too weird for her and she says um, she named it Rosie Rosie is I don't know why Rosie's my friend now but she's got creepy eyes and 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 so bit by bit she's getting closer and understanding deeper the whole idea of what a snake is, because um, frankly they're spooky because they don't have any arms and legs, and and so there's this whole big process of of easing her way into this new this the the new knowledge she's developing of of this creature the same the same the same way she's trying to figure out what this whole having a baby brother thing is going to be because they're both totally alien alien creatures to her.
1: Yeah, there. I mean, looking at animals and, and even plants and how they produce their their offspring is, is fascinating. It should be fascinating at all ages, but especially if there's going to be a new baby in the house. Um, you know, looking at how it's done with other animals. You know, puppies they don't have fur on them. You know, their eyes are closed, and so how does it how does it work with other other animals? Um, I think also young humans. They, they don't become interesting playmates as quickly as the older siblings want them to, <laughs> shall we say. And so it's interesting for the kids to realize that, oh, if this were a baby llama or a baby horse or a baby whatever, it actually stands up and frisks around the field <laughs> within you know, a much shorter time frame, within hours sometimes of being born, and how different it is for different animals. <laughs> and that as a human they're gonna have to wait a while
0: for that to oh happen. yeah she's already been planning planning stuff to do with her brother and uh and we've had these conversations he's gonna you know it's gonna take him a year before he even even uh, gets up on his feet and you know he's not gonna be riding bikes with you uh uh, uh before christmas and 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 it's try, trying to manage those expectations because the baby snake is already doing all kinds of fun stuff um so you know this whole this whole idea of of easing in to to new information and new knowledge uh, through play is is I think valuable. Another thing I've been fascinated by, and I think that made me most uncomfortable with with the play that she threw at me was was the language. Um, I, I I think I was more uncomfortable um, with are you leaking than the fact that I was supposed to be a girl that was leaking. Um, And, and, and the placenta talk, but, but the, 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 language, the rich and deep language that they integrate into their play after having heard it one or two times in, in, in the adult world never fails to fascinate me. And, and in their play, they, they, it's an opportunity for them to practice using these these words that they they may have never actually said out loud for before, um, but they're trying to integrate them into their vocabulary through through their dramatic play, and I, I am fascinated yeah. by that.
1: And often, if a child has encountered a new vocabulary word or concept, they will use it overuse it for a while in order to try it out and see how it fits into their existing vocabulary, and so you'll hear these words being trotted out, and the word that we've been hearing a lot is gluteus maximus, (laughs) because that's a powerful word for the word (laughs) butt. And it will be overused for a while, and then it wears off, and it becomes a regular Regular word, so leaking maybe a big <laughs> part of her vocabulary for
0: a while. <laughs> leaking in placenta and mucus plug. Um, I, uh, I, uh, it's it's just I. I'm just fascinated by the things that they, that they they come up with um, that they have these experiences we, we years ago we had uh, in in we had a little guy he we had a plunger out for play I don't know if I told the story before and, and he was fascinated by it because he'd seen his dad use one and he learned a new word and um, and he had been told his whole life to keep his hands out of that toilet and he gets up one Saturday morning and, and dad is plunging away elbow deep in the stool and it doesn't make any sense for him and so there was lots of unclogging the toilet play going on in our playroom well well Jack was trying to to make sense of that, um, it, it just—it's just fascinating how how their real life experiences are are played out in their play. And I know there are a lot of early learning providers who know way more about what's going on in the the households of the children they care for than they may want to because of the stuff they see going on in the play.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's true on on, on both sides. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, the, the play they bring home from childcare too. That's that's true. So with with grandbaby, how this 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 baby's gonna show up? We got a few minutes left, Heather. How 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 do? A, how do we ease her into this thing when he turns out not to be the uh, the uh, frosting and 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 cotton candy and uh, and best she thing has in the high universe? That yeah, she? yeah. How, how when when the realities of a new baby brother settle in, how do we how do we deal with that?
1: You deal with it just the way you deal with it. any other day. Is that this is going to be an event that causes a lot of emotions, just like daily life has emotions. And so be prepared to meet any emotion that she has. And, boy, the older siblings often have a variety of fairly strong emotions. And in her case, it may be um, exuberance and joy. It Mm -hmm. may be, oh, that's not what I thought it was cracked up to be. So a lot of disappointment and frustration. Um, It could be, um, I've seen total disinterest, Um, There's jealousy. There can be aggression. There can be all sort. There can be all of those things mixed up within the space (laughs) of ten minutes. Yeah, that's
0: what I was going to say. It could be all at once. Um. Um,
1: But emotion, caring for emotions of everybody, is the key because generally the parents are a little shorter on sleep than usual, and Mm -hmm. so it's harder to maintain that calm. But it's taking taking care of emotions, and being willing to accept whatever feelings and statements she might have. So she might say, I hate the baby. Well,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I have a chapter in my book called, Go Ahead, It's Okay to Hate it's the okay Baby. It's Okay to Hate the Baby. <laughs> because at this age, the baby cannot understand those words. You know, if she continues to hate the sibling, when when he or she gains language skills and and, and knows yeah <laughs> that, that what, what the sentiment is, then you have to express that feeling in a different way, such as drawing a picture or telling you quietly about it. You can still have the feeling and you can still express it, but you can't just say right in front of the baby at a certain age, you know, I hate the baby. So it's all all the, now she can. All
0: of that in that chapter?
1: Oh yeah. Okay. So I so apparently I in a lot.
0: <laughs> apparently this afternoon I'm reading her that chapter. Um
1: so. Yeah, it's in the first book, It's Okay Not to Share, <laughs> and it's called It's Okay to Hate the Baby. There's also a book that I love um, called, um, oh gosh, now I'm going to forget the title. It's Darcy and Gran, um, I think, Don't Like Babies. Um, it, it, and it's it, about a little um, a little child and the grandmother, and the little child's having a very hard time liking having the baby in the mm-hmm. house. Just like so a, a picture grandmother book? Grandmother is the person that, yeah, it's a picture book. It can be, You know, I wouldn't necessarily read my chapter out to a child. If it's <laughs> for the adults. They might learn your secrets. But the picture books, um, um, I think it's called Darcy and Grand Don't Like Babies, something similar to that. And and the grandmother is the one who understands and says, yeah, babies can't go down the slide, babies drool, babies aren't that yeah. fun. But because she's meeting her emotion, she's the only one that's really listening and meeting her emotional needs on it, then the little child is able to come around and realize there are some good things about the baby. Yeah, I, but you have to have to accept their emotions first or they're, they're not going to come towards the thing that they're having hard emotions about. Accept <laughs> whatever emotion it is. Don't let them hurt the baby. Protect the baby physically. But let the child have those emotions because, face it, <laughs> a baby that... Takes up a lot of the parent's time and screams and drools on the kids, older kids' toys, isn't necessarily a welcome addition to the house if you're three years old or four years old or however old you are.
0: So, so Heather, when in in I don't know weeks, uh, not more than six weeks from now at at most, when she's asking me, walks up and says, "Papa, I'm the mom and you're the baby. Time for me to feed you and change your diaper. I gotta I gotta go with it if I'm not in the middle of something else, or do I say? I've got paperwork to do, or I've got to go record a podcast with Heather and, and run away.
1: Well, you, you can approach <laughs> it many ways, but I, I would, if there's a type of game that you are not interested in playing, you can say, you know what, that sounds like a great game, but I am not um, wanting to play that game.
0: Yeah. Well, or I'm not
1: wanting to play that game right now. But also, you might have a different game being approached to you, such as "Let's kidnap the baby <laughs> and send it away." Oh, well. We had a lot of play involving getting rid of babies, and that's okay. <laughs> you know, you can have these very healthy, um, dramatic, imaginative play of "I don't want the baby in my life." So, if, if the child is doing that kind of play, you can. Say, hey, it sounds like you really wish that baby would go away. I wonder what you're feeling about it, and be a great jumping-off point for getting at some of those really tough feelings because the child doesn't want to feel that your love will go away if they express. They they pick up pretty quickly that this baby's important to you as an adult, so they don't want your love to go away from them if they express something. Some kids will kind of keep it bottled in. Well, but well they, they can't help themselves when yeah. they start playing. They yeah. ship the baby to Siberia uh-huh. and, you know, in their play it happens.
0: Well, whichever way, is it, way it goes, I'm probably going to go with it just so I've got a story to tell. Cause, cause this, this po- this <laughs> I'll podcast carry your motive. Is, yeah, this podcasting is hard work. I've got to constantly be looking for stories. Um, anything else we want to throw in here before you wrap up? We're coming up to our close-up the episode time.
1: Yeah, um, enjoy all the changes in life, and be prepared for all the emotions, and accept them as they are. Remember that all feelings are okay, and all behavior isn't. That's the that's the key, and um, good luck with the new baby in the household.
0: Yeah. well thank you, and and listeners, if you uh, if you happen to be leaking, see a doctor about that. Um, I think that's important medical advice from. Uh, from or, the, <laughs> or, or see
1: your grandchild. Yeah, see your grandchild. Dead <laughs> side manner.
0: Hey, this has been Renegade Rules. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back soon with another episode. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Schumacher. Hey, you want to support all the Upstairs Studio Podcasts? It's as simple as this. Use our Amazon link when you shop Amazon. We get a small percentage of what you spend. You don't pay any extra. You get your stuff from Amazon. Everybody wins. Where do you find the link? Well, it's on the Explorations Early Learning app. You can find it on the Explorations Early Learning website. If you don't find it in those places, just get a hold of Jeff on Facebook or via email, and he'll hand deliver it to your inbox. Thanks for your support. Bye-bye.